Are you ready for the Low Bros Network? It's the show where you control what's on the agenda. Ask us anything and we're broad bound to answer. Starring Rick Nash, Corporate King, and the Queen of Irish Wrestling, Katie Hardy. It's Ask Low Bros. Oh, I'm going to wait for the in my new place. So what I'd like to know is what is the most difficult thing that you've ever got that you originally thought would be easy and simple? Anyone have a <laughs> 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 I'm trying to figure out the question. The difficult thing I've ever got. So something that ends up being difficult but we thought it would be easy. Yeah. Pregnancy. I thought I was going to sit on my hole for nine months eating and watching telly and it has not been that way. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, it's actually, there's a lot more involved. I don't know if you've realised. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uncomfortableness and sickness and nausea and appointments and it's, it turns out I, I don't have time to binge watch Criminal Minds for the 17th time. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. A uh, few video games. That driver game that I never forgave. Uh, that I couldn't complete Driver 3 Oh Banger Yeah Strong and all hates that game yeah. I, It's a classic Don't it's, care it's, it's shit Everyone hates it I love it Everyone Let's hates it. it It's crap um, Unreal Yeah no that's it Like the first level Of Driver 3 Like that's it That's where I stopped And like I'm, I'm, I'm done Like it's certainly Yeah so uh, I'm gonna go with that Fucking love Driver 3 man um, I, I, I couldn't think oh, Games would have been A good way to go with this But I just couldn't think Of, a, of an answer So I'm gonna say a college education it's something you get I suppose uh, I thought for particularly writing essays man it's because sort of bollocks ever right now if I'm writing essays in school for English yeah you literally have to write an essay and it's like if, if you write a good essay it's good and if you write a shit essay it's shit right here's the thing about college right it doesn't fucking matter what you say like, oh, like my essays in college have been shite but I've gotten good grades for them because it's just it's not about what you say it's about how much shit you can reference from like sources you know what I mean and it's like what I literally do is just I do like I write essays how you're supposed to in college, which is you read up what you're meant to read up, and then you you quote what you're meant to quote and reference what you're meant to reference, and just fill in the gaps in between. And it's like this: what's the point of me writing this essay? I didn't even say anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's all other people's fucking words. I'm being rewarded for using other people's words. It's like I haven't, I feel like I haven't contributed. You know what I mean? Like I feel like college essays are so pointless, but they're also really difficult. Because if I if I come home now, I'm like right have an essay to do I can't just write it I can't just write it's not like English homework and skill reading. just write it when you get home it's like I have to like read shit and do the whole referencing it's like man this is fucking hard like this is and it's so difficult um, and it's just it's just shy. yeah I don't like it and college, yeah, college in general is, is quite um, it is quite challenging like it's quite difficult um, it, you know it's 
it's good like, like if you pick the right course that suits you it is it, it does have its benefits for sure but mm. yeah it's a lot harder than i, than I thought it was going to be it's, it's in certain areas in other areas i'm like i can't believe that passed as an assignment you know what i mean like there's certain particularly the production modules where i'll submit like a corporate key and esque you know video or like podcast as an assignment i'm like how did that how did that count like <laughs> you know what I mean? but um and there's other ones where i'm like man i'm so out of my depth like you know what i mean so in off my head but um i don't know yeah college might be my answer for that one but yeah good question that's your question dave adam at clueless nerd is there anything you look at and think is so simple yet so effective i rewatched halloween over the weekend and the wide shots of michael myers looming in the background is so simple yet so effective some fantastic cinematography uh, such iconic movie stills and well that's that's actually the end of the question so um, yeah, well, <laughs> I thought there was a more to it. Anyway, um, no, I get his point. Though. What? So what's simple but so effective? The new season of American Horror Story, right? Yes. I wanted to talk about it, so I'm gonna shoehorn it in here. <laughs> it is beautifully shot, mm. and it is like again, like when he's talking about Halloween and like the 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 unsettling, creepy shots and all. It's full of of that kind of like atmospheric like set pieces and the music it's just one of the best seasons that there's been in absolute years i'm only on episode three like because i'm actually like savoring each episode like i'm waiting till i have my cup of coffee and i'm allowed to have my daily snack and i'm sitting down, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and i'm sitting down to watch like it's got one of the best casts but like it's set in like a kind of seaside town but it's very kind of dull and dreary and mm. uh, very like mayor of east town if you ever watched that um, which is another excellent show that came out this year um, and it's just it's just beautiful and they have like um, I don't want to give away too much of the plot but say like the bad the bad guys the villains the monsters whatever yeah like they're just spotted in the background you know there's it's not like crazy jump scares and it's not like it's not gore or like some of the other stuff they've relied on over the years like there's yeah. still elements of that but there's genuine creepiness as well because it's kind of leaning into that like you don't know who's outside your house you don't know who's watching you you know it's it's genuinely unsettling and it's it's done with just like all these really lovely wide camera angles where there's just something in the background like really really good yeah um that's on a similar note actually um the concept and, and execution of uh this is again just me using this excuse to shoehorn something in uh marvel's what if um it's such a simple thing where it's like we're just gonna take like different storylines that everyone like fancy booking do you know what i mean it's essentially if you were to make marvel's what if is do you know the storylines we book and it's like they just get the wrestlers to just play it out and it's just a half an hour bottle story where it's not real canon but like it's just let's see how that would have gone anyway if we'd ever done that do you know what i mean what if we'd done stone cold steve austin against hulk hogan you know what i mean what would that look like and then you get them to do it um really really good animated stuff it's like it started off on a really kind of i don't know it was just not creative now but like it was the simplest one where it's like kind of what if peggy carter was captain america and a very simple kind of pretty much just a movie except Peggy Carter is Captain America mm. do you know what I mean um, but then the other ones have been brilliant the zombies um, I won't get into spoilers because I know people maybe watch it at their own speed but there's zombies there's um, what do you call it like superhero zombies amazing uh, the Doctor Strange episode is fucking bleak and it is amazing it's so like the ending is one of the most bleak endings I've ever seen um, the uh, 
T'Challa as 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 Star Lord again. Like who'd have ever thought of that? Uh, Killmon- what if Killmonger saved Iron Man again the most obscure fantasy book and it's like a corporate keen idea where it's like no one's asking for this but then you're like holy shit this is actually class um, and then like even little things that this week's episode I watched uh, on the way down and, and kind of uh, not on the way down sorry before I came down to take the podcast and this week's episode even just the end of it is like a cliffhanger and like it's just so that like they tell the story through the eyes of the watcher who can see different realms and see different multiverses and like he can see these things that's that's who's your narrator for the story and helps tie it all together and gives it a, a narrative thread um but he is also like true telling the story through his eyes you're getting him coming closer you can see him watching in the background at certain scenes and now he's getting closer and he's interacted with a couple of characters as well and you're like he's gonna get involved he's gonna do a running <laughs> and i'm like holy shit um it's really really good really simple concept but really effective and it just it, it my brain is on fire with ideas and it's another home way it's another home run for marvel as far as i'm concerned um for me, stare downs in wrestling. Um, if you ever watch Survivor Series, two yeah. people having to either have history or two people from different shows that you've never seen cross paths before, but you're like, oh fuck. When you see two people staring each other down, even I remember once it was like Bobby Roode and Triple H had a stare down at Survivor Series, and I remember going, oh, holy shit. It's, for me, it's my favorite thing in wrestling because it requires no skill whatsoever to stare another person down. You just have to stand there, it's easy. And yet, when I see two wrestlers do it, I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's great. Love it. Stereo is my answer to this. <laughs> At Sean McSerrin, any thoughts on uh, the announcements made during Sony's PlayStation Showcase with the standard of the two Spider-Man games so far? Wolverine should be unreal. I have zero thoughts. Okay. Do you have any thoughts? Yes. Um, I've started playing Spider-Man again. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man, so I'm really excited for that. Um, I never played the Miles Morales game, um, but I'm, I'm going to play it beforehand. So amazing gameplay. It's one of my favorite games I've ever played. Um, so I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for Guardians as well. I think Guardians of the Galaxy, because they've gone a different way to the movie characters. This is more true to their, their identities in the comics and whatnot. And I don't know much about that, but I love the movie characters. So I'm actually really excited to play as them, but also play as them in different form and learn about what the differences are between the comic versions and and uh, obviously their, their their movie kind of uh, takes so both of them are the big ones um i'm into marvel kind of taking over video games like why not have a space for it it's really fun and it works when it's done by spider-man uh like like they've done with spider-man so uh yeah I, I, i'm excited for that um i every game that so basically like i play playstation but i only really have time to Play bit a uh, bit of FIFA, a bit of Warzone, and that's only when like other people are on. They ask me once, I'm like, right, fuck it. So I've got an hour here, an hour there. I don't really have time like I would have when I was younger to play all these different games. And I, usually when a game I'm not interested in comes on, it kind of they all look the same to me. Is basically what I'm saying. All these I went, I looked up uh, the showcase just so I knew what you were talking about before uh, doing this because I'm a, a professional, uh, unlike some people in this room uh, who couldn't answer the question. Um, <laughs> what? Well, uh, <laughs> Not even paying attention. Not even paying attention. Not paying attention to things. That level. (laughs) Um, I don't understand anything you're talking about. So, basically, my point is near the way, actually. When I went through all the different games, they all kind of look the same to me, even though I'm sure they're not if you were to play them. One thing I did notice, though, GTA isn't out until 2022. And I saw people, you know, that was a big point for a lot of people. GTA isn't out on PS5 until March 22. And I was like, 
the bigger point for me, and this isn't Sony's fault, but like for perspective, right? When GTA came out, I was in second year, I was 14, I was in CSPE, and I actually remember the release because I remember <laughs> and I remember it because everyone, this is like there was 20 minutes left of class. Sometimes, you know, in, in school, like there'd be five minutes left, people start packing, and the teacher would be like, oh, what are you packing for? All that sort of shit. And um, this is like if it was last class for lunch or before leaving, you know what I mean? This is last class for lunch. And I shit you not, with 20 minutes to go, people had already packed up and were queuing at the fucking door to get out. Because GTA, a game that people had waited years for, was out. And everyone was so fucking excited. And it's actually, it brings back so much memories thinking about that. Like, oh man. But um, I was 14, now I'm 23, and that is still the latest GTA. Still. <laughs> um, I don't think the game's bad or like you know or like I, i'd still play g like my friends are in gta that's another game i play you know what i mean where it's like if people ask come on come on um but it's a bit weird to me how after a decade three consoles in i was still the same gta that's a bit mad to me you know what i mean i'm pretty sure san andreas gta 4 was what oh five to oh or oh four to oh yeah. nine five yeah. years we're now approaching 10 and it's not even like six is on the way or it's announced or it's coming up soon it's like I didn't even work on it. Like I didn't even mention anything that worked. Like, that to me is insane. But in fairness, they do update the game, so it's not like they're just neglecting the game. They're doing nothing with it. But it's also a bit weird how, like, after a decade, it's going to be still the newest GTA. Um, I'd like to see a new one. I want to see GTA Dublin. Ever since Love Hate um, ended, and people have been like, "Oh, um, Love Hate could be adapted into a game, a GTA style game based in Dublin." I've been like, "Oh, that's deadly." <laughs> I'd always wanted to do that, um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I love GTA Dublin, that's what I want to see. That is completely unrelated to the question, actually. I've just had a, look, had a second look at the question there, and I've gone on a, on a tangent. Um, but thank you for the question anyway, Sean. Oh. Now, oh. This, is, this is on me, so this is not him being a two-question wanker. Uh, you may notice that the PlayStation showcase was a while back. It's because I forgot to put Sean's question in, and, and that's, that's on me. So he's not being a two-question wanker. Fine, fine, not too much. I really was really looking forward to getting angry there, get the blood pumping, but no. Okay, fine. Could WWE do a CM Punk New Nexus style thing with Sheamus and Retribution? Um, it would probably end up being horrible, but I always thought Sheamus was, would be a good faction leader. You're right about um, it being horrible, I agree with that part. I think, uh, I, th I think Sheamus, I do agree though, Sheamus has the potential to be a faction leader. He's always, I remember since the pandemic when I'd be watching Smackdown, I'd see him like scrapping with Jeff Hardy. There is a very, he has a very strong. Well, actually, he did lead a faction. It was quite bad. That was the League of Nations. Um, I liked him. I was just about to say, like, oh, he's led a faction. It was real good. He did lead a faction. But <laughs> 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 well, um, uh, I, I do think as an older, as a wrestler, he's been around so, like, of his pedigree, he's been around WWE so long. The most accomplished wrestler ever. He's big. He's, you know, like, most accomplished in WWE. You know what I mean? He's won everything there is to win. For me, he is faction leader written all over him, actually. And I do think somebody with the talent of... of Donovan Dijak, and that's who it is. That's who's behind the T-Bar character at the end of the day. He's a really good wrestler, mm -hmm. um, and Mace. He's not, you know, he's not experienced. He's not on the level of either of those two. But that's the point of factions. You put people like you know Hobbs or Hook or whatever in with the rest of Team Taz, and, and you know they can they can learn from them and benefit as being a part of the faction. So Sheamus leading those two wrestlers is a good idea. Sheamus leading Retribution, the characters, <laughs> not a good idea. <laughs> if, if you were to, if you were now, I love over the top goofy characters, but I'm not a big fan of Retribution. If you were to strip down the character and, and have Sheamus come to me like lads, cop the fuck on, like this Retribution shit's bollocks. You're good, be good, uh, and lead, you know, Dominic Dijakovic and I don't know Brendan Williams. Is that what, I don't know what my other name was. I don't know if he had one. Or oh yeah, he did. He had a commentary name. I forget. Anyway, the point is. 
If you let the two of them as normal people, um, I think you could make you could make good facts out of that, yeah? Mm. Um, yeah, no, I think he'd be very good. Um, I think, uh, yeah, he, he's got it because, and it's mad. Seamus is a mouthpiece. Like, I remember bleeding back in the day, that was the one thing you put against him. Like, even in WWE, like, but like, even back when he was in Ireland, there was this one kind of faux pas promos and so And it's, it's a great example of turning a your greatest weakness into one of your biggest strengths so yeah he absolutely could and should leave the stable like it's the one thing that yeah he, he hasn't fully fully properly done i know kind of there was league of nations but like he hasn't like he hasn't got a chance to kind of properly flex his wings that's not even a shame a stable like kind of you were talking more i think what john's talking about is more just like triple h and evolution or a flare and a horseman and stuff like that you know leaving the stable um i think he'd be great for that yeah, I'm a big fan of stables and wrestling in general, and it mm. would give purpose to like a lot of those kind of people floundering on Raw, you know. Cedric, Cedric Alexander, bring him in under Shane's wing or something like that. Mm. You could do it with two or three of them, and just like at least then if they're not wrestling every week, they're still involved in something. Everything like that's what I think the big strength of factions is, and um, like looking at AEW's roster and how massive it is, but you still feel like everyone's included because everyone has a, a faction you know what i mean so yeah. you still feel like they're doing something every week even if you don't see them wrestle for three weeks i think it's a great idea um thank you for the question sean the second question but i'll give it a pass fine whatever uh at Hender the great <laughs> this is a banging question man love it um after past week this just had to be asked pro wrestling ulster top 20 um, he says factions slash teams can count as one members can count individually so for example you can have queen's court and katie as separate entries i did my own list uh, Katie, did you do a list? Do you wanna? I have, I have, I have names. Yes. You, you wanna read yours out first? Cause I actually, I like. I, I don't have, to... have mine in order. Ah, uh, that's not top twenty then. You have to have he said order. you didn't have to have an order. That, he literally <laughs> said that in the question. What? No order needed. Ah, oh, no, I'm in order. I've put myself in three times. Of course you have. <laughs> of course you have. Like, <laughs> I'm Katie Harvey. I'm great. <laughs> Uh, while, she was googling herself before while you we started were, the show. <laughs> while you were downstairs, I was checking cage matches. She was, she was like, on her own cage match. It looks like, like I have appeared for PWU more than any other wrestler on the roster. I oh man, I can't wait to read out my top twenty. But go anyway. Who who do you, who do you put in the top twenty? I put me. That's the only person you put in. I put in the Queen's Court, which is my faction. I put in the Harvey Keitel, which was my tag team. <laughs> 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 I put in the Rocky Star Experience. And I put in Rocky separately because he's one of my favourites up there. I put in. Um, Plus, you're trying to fill out twenty. I put Phil in, obviously. Uh, JDP, Tron, Solid. you know, yeah, classics. Of course. Uh, Tucker again, yeah. classic. Yeah. Uh, Tim Steed was he their last champion? No, but he was. He was. He was, he was definitely the champion. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. Taggy McTag team, classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Al Snow. My, my co-champion. <laughs> I put Ben Given in because I think he was an integral part of the show. Oh, bollocks. You forgot Ben Given. Oh, I knew that somebody <laughs> forgot. This is bullshit. And then I have a couple of older school names like CTB3, Christopher Tiberius Banks. Fucking forgot about him as well. Hamish McCrawford. I'm just naming people I recognize. Don't, I, I, don't <laughs> Luther Valentine. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Okay, okay, right, here's my 20. I'm gonna just say, right, it's a top 22 with Ben Given and CTV3 thrown <laughs> in there, right? They're yeah, in I the, agree. They're in there somewhere, right? But here's my top 20 that I had written down earlier today, right? In at number 20, Katie Harvey. 
Right? Katie's there at number 20, okay? Because I know the diehard pro wrestling Ulster fans are like, oh, wait for Katie, she's number champion. It's like, right, fine, there, there, number 20, Katie Hart. Three time women's champion. Because you lost it several times. (laughs) So, (laughs) Katie Harvey, 20. Uh, next three, Dude Rhodes, Phil, Prento, Young Lion, just some pro wrestling names I can find. They're all about Katie. Um, <laughs> 16, <laughs> 16, Sky James, probably would have been higher on the list, but she started quite late, so would have missed out on kind of a lot of the earlier years of pro wrestling also, so she's in at 16. 15, Debbie Keitel, 14, New School, fucking loved New School as a tag team, uh, sort of like the pre-Morton hype, you know what I mean? Thought they were excellent, I used to enjoy going up to pro wrestling also and seeing them wrestle. Uh, Taggy McTag team in just above them. Uh, also, go back into LJ Cleary for a sec. He's actually, I first saw him wrestle at Pro Wrestling Ulster before OTT or anything like that. When he was the Irish Junior Heavyweight Champion, I was like, we could be related. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taggy McTag team, it did come at the end. I did actually just sort of miss out on this. But I do remember it got quite, quite a but A lot of people liked it. And again, it got, like, I do love the premise of it, you know what I mean? Like, but uh, yeah, they're in at 13. 12 is Michael May, former all was the All-Ulster champion. All-Ulster that's that's the title, yeah, yeah. Michael May, former All-Ulster champion. Um, number 11, Phil Boyd. He, I mean, fought for the NWA world title in in the fucking furnace, the coldest furnace ever. Well, I nearly put the venue in the top 20 because I love it that much. It's that <laughs> iconic. Phil Boyd just narrowly missed out on the top 10. 10, uh, pro wrestling Ulster legend, Paul London. Um, if you look back at his career, most people would, would associate him with pro wrestling Ulster above all else. Nine, Tommy McNulty, beast. Oh, yeah. I forgot Tommy. Yeah. No, yeah. He's in mine. He's easily in my top ten. Matt, you said yours already. Yeah, too late. Hey, yeah. Harry left you out. Didn't care. Didn't yeah. do a single there shit. You go, I knew Tommy. You left Ben out. Hey, hey. He's in my top 22 <laughs> somewhere. Um, now we get into the top eight. This is where it means business, right? My top, my, my, in at number eight, Rocky Star. Uh, Rocky Star, again, I don't care. This isn't like... You know, people might say, oh, but Michael May is you know, the best technical wrestler on the island. This isn't just about your, you know, wrestling ability. This yeah. isn't just about your star power. This is about what you meant to Pro Wrestling Ulster as a whole. And Rocky Star is Mr. Consistency. You name a Pro Wrestling Ulster show and he's the first name on there. I don't think there's ever been a Pro Wrestling Ulster show without Rocky Star. So, Rocky Star is up there. Another, another name that I associate with Pro Wrestling Ulster very much, Tim Steed. He's at number seven, former Pro Wrestling Ulster world champion. Usually a world title needs to be defended in three different continents to constitute the world uh, in the title, but in pro wrestling Ulster, if, if you can defend that once in the furnace, that that's more prestigious than three different continents. So it, it is a world title in my eyes. Um, Tim Steed at number seven, Luther Valentine number six, also a former pro wrestling Ulster world champion. Um, he is someone who also I remember from Courage. I, I thought he was somebody who took advantage of yeah. Courage and really like yeah. went for. It. I, I I like Luther Valentine. I think again there's there's a few names in here up north who I'm kind of like, they, they still have something to offer like Irish wrestling as a whole, I feel. He's the current Titanic champion. He's the current Titanic champion. He'll be wrestling in Phoenix as well, October 23rd, I think. Um, so, yeah, uh, Luther Valentine, confidently putting him in the top six. Number five, Tucker. Tucker is uh, somebody you could all, you could arguably put in number one. He was, this is what I love about indie wrestling and like now that WWE have released a lot of people, you see like in Limitless, I mentioned this last week, how August Gray in WWE, was, despite his talent, was just another wrestler because there's so much talent in that company. But when he came back to his own promotion, he was the king. And that's what you see with Tucker in um, Pro Wrestling Ulster, you know what I mean? In NXT UK, he was a good wrestler. But I don't think he ever got the credit he deserved, whereas in Pro Wrestling Ulster, he's worshipped. The PW Loyal, the fans, you know what I mean? They fucking, they love Tucker, you know what I mean? He's their god. <laughs> he is there, he's their CM Punk, you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, Tucker, um, uh, yeah, when you think of Pro Wrestling Ulster, you think of Tucker. Easily in the top five. 
Um, I've put JDP and Tron in as four and three as individuals, but as a tag team, I love the Nightmare Edition. Mm-hmm. Absolute monsters. I think they have something to offer Irish wrestling in general. Um, they're also very big and could beat me up if I put them too low on the list. So I did uh, put that in mind. Tron is also bigger than JDB. JDP, hence he is third. JDP is fourth. But That's top four, fair. Champions League football next season. Please don't beat me up. <laughs> it's a pretty good spot to be in. Uh, Second, Aoife Valkyrie, first Lauren LaRue. Uh, the fact that they, I mean, sometimes in wrestling you get put in a faction where the person that you're with, you know, they're not up to your level, they're not up to your standard, and you have to kind of carry them through, and it's not an easy thing to do. The two of these women did that. When they were assigned to be in a faction alongside Katie Harvey for months, <laughs> they were like, you know what, it's fine, we will, we will knuckle down, we will get the job done. Carry Katie for the duration of their time in Pro Wrestling Ulster. Queen's Court were excellent despite Katie, not because of Katie. I and was the queen, the queen yeah, of the court. Yeah, but they were the foundation that held it down where you couldn't. And you know what? Big respect to Valkyrie and Lauren Rue. They're in, they're in the top two. Uh, and Lauren Rue also had an excellent team song, fucking banger. So. Um, yeah, those are all the names I associate with Pro Wrestling Ulster. Um, man, I've got some mad nostalgic every time with Pro Wrestling Ulster. I miss it. All right. <laughs> I miss the gang. Um, but yeah. Oh, I forgot to put in Terry Thompson. Where is he? Oh. Well, this is rude. That's rude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, excellent. Love that question. Fucking yeah, hilarious. And, uh, I was actually saying earlier, like, do you have your um, Pro Wrestling Ulster top 20 ready to go? And Katie said that. Uh, same thing that I, I would have said, you know, you don't leave your house. Without your pro wrestling Ulster top twenty, you know what I mean? It's like forever my notes up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go through your old notes like three years from now or four years from now. Like, do you remember that? But you don't leave. It's like you don't leave your house with your PWU top twenty or without it. I mean, it's keys, phone, pro wrestling Ulster top twenty wallet. You know what yeah. I mean? It's up there with the with the Different big boards. So yeah, very important. So thank you for the question. That was funny as fuck. Um, at Joe Stodge. Can you oversimplify the story of a popular movie? Titanic, ship sank. Right, which one are you? <laughs> I also have one for uh, Titanic. Great grandmother tells a group of strangers about the time she fucked a bum. <laughs> the way you phrase that. Wait, well, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I know. I, I, I Google. I'm reading Google, and like I Google answers. <laughs> um, I am taking the plunge, and I am going to see Lord of the Rings for the first time ever on Monday. Nice. Which I believe is about a load of lads looking for a ring. For. No, they have the ring. Oh, they have it. Yeah. What are you looking for? Them? No, they have to get rid of the ring. Why? Because the ring makes people crazy. Well, that's like put it in the bin then. You, you, yeah, but the only bin you can put it in that likes to get rid of the ring <laughs> is a volcano. That's not a spoiler, is it? Like, well, well who's gonna be rooting through bins? Like, no, that, like that's the mission they're on. Uh, whether okay. they get there or not, like. And it takes nine hours to do this. Oh well, what? over nine hours. Near, it's apparently the extended edition I've been signed yeah, for. Yeah, nearer twelve. Like, yeah. What? A movie? Know. No, four, three, no. three, three <laughs> movies. Yeah. yeah. So, and they're, they're long ass movies, all of them, yeah. Why? Because it's a long ass book that they're adapted oh. from, and people have dreamed of it. What, I'm not why defending couldn't it. they have made it a TV show? Like, I've just found out today they made Wheel of Time they into have. a TV show. Yeah, it's coming out on Amazon next I'm year. I'm not watching a movie and a TV show. What's the point of movies if you're going to do a TV show anyway? Well, they didn't plan it that way. Like, again, I feel like I'm defending Lord of the Rings here, <laughs> you're but represent- I'm just answering your questions. You're I'm even a big Lord of the Rings fan. Toy like. <laughs> Hard Lord of the Rings fan, Rick Nash. There's <laughs> Lord of the Rings version right now, decked out head to toe. But like, I've, I've made it 20 years now and I haven't to watch this shit. Well, you don't have to. Is your man from Green Street in it? Charlie Hunnam. Oh. No, the other one. Elijah. Wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. Yeah. Mad. 
<laughs> I really want to rewatch Green Street. Every time I watch Ted Lasso, I want to rewatch Green Street to balance it out. The reason I was See Ted Lasso last week. Yeah. It was weird. I loved it. But I enjoyed it. You know why that was like that? Why? Because they made the entire season two and then Apple said, we want two more episodes. Right. So they made that one and there was another episode uh, and the Christmas special. Christmas one. They made those two yeah. just completely after they'd already filmed they the entire season. They are episodes. Yeah, that's why they have nothing to do with the plot. Right. It was very interesting. Like, do you know the bit where, this is a complete sidetrack. Um, I do have a few answers, don't worry. Do you know the bit where he goes to a nightclub? Yeah. And do you know where he starts dancing? I felt that moment. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I want to go to a nightclub. And I don't. But like, they, they, that was so well directed there. When the bee kicked in, he just goes, yeah! I'm like, yeah! You know what's gas? Uh, the Emmys were on the other night. Yeah. Ted Lasso cleaned up. Mm. Uh, the actor who plays Coach Beard wore that outfit to the after Love it. <laughs> yes. What a legend. Do you watch Ted Lasso? No, but I was going to say yeah, Green Street. Street. Yeah, I know, it is very, it sounds like something. I've seen yeah. like this, what, the ad that it was kind of based off yeah. or something. Yeah, suits me down to the ground. Yeah, but, absolutely should. Uh, just go back to Green Street. I, re- I want to rewatch it again because as a kid I thought it was very, very cool. Mm. But as an adult, I feel like I find it very uncool and that makes it funny. Particularly the accents, apparently it's fucking shite. Like, how, yeah. how would you describe it in really quickly? What? How would you simplify the plot? Oh, on Green Street? Yeah. Um, oh. People using football excuse angry people fighting over football sorry have I ever told you that when I was in school and somebody would be everyone came in one day after watching it for some reason and were like what's Tom what's Tom and they'd be like who's Millwall he's Millwall and they'd beat the fuck out of the they'd just pick up a chair and fuck out I just remember that was a phase people went through it's such a school thing I remember going on a school trip to Manchester when I was in fourth year and we had a, a TV and a video player on the bus for the long journeys and the only thing that I went to a mixed school that everyone would agree on to watch was Green Street because <laughs> all the girls fancied Charlie Hunnam and all the lads were like football way like on this school trip we went to four different football grounds like it was it, it was rough like but, uh, yeah. You know what I want to do? Don't would make Green Street way better. Imagine if they went to like Ipswich and had to fight the Ipswich Ultras. And it's just like a bunch of, like, like three old farmers or something like that. You know what I mean? Or like UCD away or something. They wouldn't have, have you seen Green Street 2? Oh, for fuck, yeah, have. And it's like, it's not <laughs> quite the film on the planet. It's literally just a random prison movie where like, yeah. one lad in it is one lad from the pub in the background. He's, like, he's now the main character for some reason. He's like, oh, do this. No, he was he was in the first one. It's like, where's the general? I don't know. I don't know if I got this right or wrong. Is Wade Barrett in it? Is he? I wouldn't. You see, I wouldn't second one, I think you might be onto something there. Yeah. I may have watched the second one probably, but when I, I may have not even Maybe watched the rest of it. He's in. He's in some kind of like prison football type movie. I remember seeing back in the day. I don't think it is um, Street Two. Joe, I'll answer your question. Jump Green Street. Jump Green Street Three is apparently uh, it's just a random MMA movie. Like, they, like, I don't know what the fuck. Why did they do that to their series? Just make it make a fucking sequel if you want to. Put the general in it's it. It's called Green Street Three. Never back down, despite the fact there is also an American ah! MMA. Fuck <laughs> 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 off. Sorry, don't be that. Okay, it's fine here. There's also an American MMA movie called Never Back Down. Why would they do that? Because it's cool. Because they punch each other. The American one's actually really good. I'll answer your question, Joe. Uh, <laughs> the Sixth Sense, Bruce Willis haunts a terrified kid that <laughs> goes away. <laughs> Keen is just determined to not let your, your question get answered. Um, I gave him Titanic ships <laughs> um, What is it? There's a couple other ones here. Um, the Matrix is Batteries Go Bad. Uh, so there you go. Oh, so excited about the new Matrix. Sorry yes. for all the tangents. It is looking good. It is looking very good. Thank you for the question, Joe. 
Uh, at, bro, oh, that's a final question. That's good because this player's going to kill me. At <laughs> Brian, uh, wrestling, <laughs> wrestling category game. You have to name wrestling moves that have the following in their title. This is a banger. I didn't, I didn't cheat or anything for this. This is just sort of like. I didn't cheat. Yeah, because you don't want to cheat. Fuck off. What are you looking it's at? It's going. It's going. Go on. Go on. Okay, fine. It's grand there. I'm going to stay there. Right. Um, no, don't shut the window. I was thinking of shutting the window, then like squishing it. But the window would just oh, like the top of it would just come in and then you'd be inside. Nah, it. it's gonna go down. The the wind is gonna take it down. Okay. This spoiler has been here for two days. Oh no! Oh, he skipped the cat. He skipped the cat. He actually skipped the cat. Both feet have to hit the This spoiler skipped the cat. Literally, the spoiler from the rumble and came back in. Um, the but, spoilers to get in the cat is the episode <laughs> <laughs> Um So you have to name wrestlers that have the bottom of their title. Right, it, off the top of my head, I have most of these, but I don't the first two. Okay. A girl's name. Sister Abigail. Oh, well there you go. Do you one? No. I don't have one either. Sister Abigail it is. A boy's name. Oh, this, ooh, a boy's name. Right, let me think. Okay, I couldn't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah, do you think it moves or do you think it names? I don't think it names, but like, I, all I can think of are your names, like Keen Katie, Keen Katie. Is it like it? Can we? Can we? The Richter scale. Oh, that was yeah. I knew there was one. I knew there was one there in there somewhere. Fucking the Richter scale. Right. Supercalifragilistic SPN and Dolce. There you Food go. Food slash drink. Pepsi plunge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> get him! Get him! Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> He's now lodging in Keane's brain. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to stand. Can you even still hear me? I'm, I'm probably away from the mic. Ah, yeah, fine. You can still hear you. There, he's got a light. Right. Does eat defeat count for food and drink? No. What? What you eat? You're feet? eating the feet. That's not food, though. Kind of like food. <laughs> That's definitely a food one. Oh, um, the Jaeger bomb. Pepsi plunge, you already said it. Oh, I thought we were all picking one. Alright. Oh, do you want? No. <laughs> chicken wing! There you go. Cross right, chicken wing, yeah, there yeah. you go. Cattle mutilation! No, it's too late, mine was better, unlucky. Um, oh, the cattle, the cattle is when you're still alive. Yeah, it's not really. You don't, well. eat, you don't eat a cattle burger. That's an interesting debate. Yeah, you can kind of see that. That's the next question, though. <laughs> Animal! Calm <laughs> Place. Oh, sorry, animal. Tiger faint kick. Oh, yes. That's, that's proper. Do you, know what, do you know where I learned that from? Listen to Ben Gibbon on commentary. It's actually, do you know what move that actually is? What? 619. Tiger, using tiger sheet, there's so many moves that involve tigers. You have tiger bombs, tiger suplexes. Okay, there's two more. <laughs> Place. Um, Hand my sunrise. 619. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's a very good one. The, 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 the Northern Irish sleeper hold. An Irish whip, I thought. Irish whip, there you go. Yeah, yeah it's finisher. <laughs> Somebody out there will have the most. Canadian destroyer. There you go. No, that's not, that's not a place. Canadian. No, not Canada. <laughs> Irish whip is a place. That, and that was a finisher. What's that on money? Yeah. It was actually a finisher back in the day. Yeah, he yeah. did it. They just fell. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like an Irish whip. Technically, isn't whipping off the ropes. What do you mean? It's whipping down to the ground. It's technically an Irish whip. 
I want somebody to do an Irishman into the ropes, but that has now the finisher. So it's like, <laughs> they Irish but the second they do the ropes, it's like, ah! <laughs> and they go straight down, they're like, I can't, I can't do this, I quit! <laughs> Like, tapping it on the ground, it's too much. Well, yeah, that's the thing, like, you just need one wrestler to build it up. Yeah. Yeah, but the yeah. problem is that no one else can do that move then. Like, no, but like, the other wrestlers can do it, but they don't have the strength. It's also the ropes that makes them tap out. Yeah. So it's, it's a kidney attack is what it is. They yeah. Yeah. The ropes. yeah. Or they just exhaust the other person. Like, what happens if you Irish rip someone, but you just stand in the corner then? You just put your hands in your pockets. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they just have to keep running until eventually they just become exhausted and pass out. And then you just cover them. One, two, three. Color. Black mass. Shy. Reds. Red seems like there's definitely one. Code red. Code red. Green mist. And bleed it, mate. Bye. The spoiler's right there! <laughs> Low blows. 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 Low blows.